White Hot Magazine, one of the world's leading platforms and institutions for contemporary art. Visit us online at whitehotmagazine.com and follow us on social media. So today I'm very excited to have um, Mia Nielsen. That's it. Today on the podcast and joining us at White Hot Magazine. Um, you're the director of Art Toronto. I am indeed. Yes. Thanks great. so much for having me, Noah. This is great. Happy to have you here. Um, so I wanted to know a little bit about your history in the art world and um, how you got involved in art, specifically how you got involved, like what was your path to Art Toronto? Oh, sure. So, um, I mean, I was an art school kid, you know, I went to um, like a very creative high school that then led to like a visual art degree. Um, when I was in university, I found that I was more interested in, in the work that other people were doing. And I would, you know, talk a lot with um, with other students and make connections between, you know, like, oh, that's so interesting that you're, you know, that you have these concerns in the, in the sculpture studio. Do you realize that there's someone in the photo studio who's looking at the same problem from a different angle? Um, and it was like through those conversations that I, that I became interested in curating. So when I left school, I, um, I just, I started out as an independent curator. I worked in a bunch of galleries. Um, got lucky and did a stint at Sotheby's when they were online, which allowed me to do more independent work. Um, and then, you know, one thing led to another. I did, I, I did that kind of work for maybe almost 10 years before um, I had an opportunity to curate an exhibition for the Drake Hotel, which was a, a young, new, um, um, very creative space in Toronto. So I, it, and it was a time where there was like a lot of performance art there and there were like, you know, DJs and bands and, mm -hmm. and it was, it was, uh, there was a lot going on. It was really, really fun. Hmm. And they brought me in to do one exhibition and then another. And there was like, what else can you do for these exhibitions? And over the next 12 years, I uh, ran Culture for the Drake, originally for that um, flagship hotel on Queen Street, and then eventually opening um, the hotel in Prince Edward County and a number of restaurants, and then like tons of offsite projects, music festivals, culinary festivals, outdoor things, collaborations mm -hmm. with museums, all kinds of stuff. It was a wild ride. Mm. And then somebody you were involved with said, why don't you be the director of Art Toronto or was it something you applied for? Um, it was it was kind of more the former, I suppose. So Susanna Rosenstock, the former director of the fair, she and I had worked together for years on the fair. I was on the opening night committee. Um, mm -hmm. She had an opportunity to go to the biennial and she called me up and she was like, I really think you should take this. Know, like really take a look at this mm -hmm. I hadn't given a lot of thought to leaving the Drake to be honest but like I was really excited about the opportunity to kind of look at a different kind of exhibition format because it's essentially what I am is you know like I 
I'm someone who makes shows and builds spaces and, you know, wants to connect with um, all kinds of audiences and in cultural space. And I mean, the national mandate was exciting, you know, to work with people from across the country and around the world. So, uh, yeah, so I, I took the leap in spring of 2019 and, you know, didn't. Oh, so this is not your first outing. No, this is, this year is technically my third when I arrived at Art Toronto, most of the 2019 show was in place and I came in and uh, made a few like public spaces changes and, you know, um, and then last year was my first fair planned from the ground up, which um, of course had all kinds of pitfalls and, you know, exciting pandemic realness. Um, so we went online and then, um, also had projects in galleries in what we called our hub cities. So that was Vancouver, Calgary, Toronto, and Montreal. Mm. This year we're back at the MTCC. So I'm really excited to have a centralized fair um, with just over 60 galleries and um, an online component that's um, hosted by Artland, a really beautiful Danish system. Oh, yeah. Is that the one that does like 3D tours and stuff? That's like right. That? Yeah. You I've seen that before. That's great. Cool. Um, and what are some of the new additions this year that, that people can be excited yeah. about? Um, I'm probably most excited about um, the... <laughs> It's gonna sound really dry. I swear to God, I'm gonna make it better. Um, about the floor plan, um, because, you know, COVID, um, obviously we had to like build a lot of social distance into the space. Um, we really looked at the space with fresh eyes this year. And so there are uh, exhibition opportunities that are outside of traditional boots. So it, it'll create this kind of like wandering system where of course there are a lot of exhibitors that are using traditional you know white wall uh booth space but also a lot of standalone sculpture a lot of site-specific work um and really pushing the boundaries of like three dimension three dimensionality um and i think it's going to be a really different kind of Fair when you think of you know what what Art Toronto has been in the past. Mm. And uh, approximately how many visitors do you get to each fair, depending um, on? The so yeah, so typically we have we have about twenty thousand uh, people who come. This year is a little bit different because we'll have um, we'll have time ticketing and. Uh, so the, like there, it'll be a little steadier. I think, you know, something that, um, that I mean, everyone in, has enjoyed in the past, myself included, is the, the opening night party. Um, Toronto has some very specific um, COVID, Ontario, I should say, has some very specific COVID regulations that won't allow us to do that this year. So it's gonna be more of an art focused um, exhibition viewing experience this year. Mm -hmm. So is there like a thing? A theme or is it? There's not, there's not a formal theme this year. I mean, this year we're really 
welcoming a mix of emerging and established galleries um, and looking at Canadian art from a multi-generational standpoint. Um, some of the galleries that I'm excited to, um, to have joined us this year is, um, includes Unit 17 um, from Vancouver. They're doing a project with Gabby Dow, who's um, a Sobe Prize finalist. Um, the Plum, which is a wonderful uh, Toronto like artist collective gallery, very experimental. They do incredible projects. Um, they'll they'll have a space on site. Uh, portfolio projects, another uh, another Vancouver um, project space. They're bringing new work from Rebecca Belmore and uh, yeah. Alexander. Mm -hmm. Um, some fantastic galleries are coming from Montreal, of course. Um, Art Muir, um, who shows a lot of you know younger artists, but also uh, Simon Blaise, who mm -hmm. shows more of like an automatiste, like traditional, or what we think of as more traditional kind of Canadian painting. Right. Uh, we've got some new galleries too. Aperture from New York is joining oh. us. Time, yeah. Hmm. They um they have they're just about to release a book on Ken Montague's collection. Um, Ken being a visionary collector um, from you know here in Toronto who uh, uh, collects works of the African and Caribbean diaspora. Mm -hmm. K Art is also joining us for the first time. They're a new uh, First Nations led gallery in Buffalo. Um, so we'll have, you know, some of these like younger, um, more experimental, um, central art garage, just, just mm -hmm. signed on, um, from Ottawa, they're bringing a site specific work, um, from Joy TR Khan, which will, will be really exciting to see, mm -hmm. a Inuit artist. And then along with like some, our more established galleries, um, like Old Corper, Equinox, um, Miriam Shield will be, mm -hmm. um, a real multi-generational perspective. Are you, you doing the, um, the talks there? I remember when I was there, there was like a booth where people were giving lectures and presentations. Totally. So we are doing that, but we're doing it online this year. So all of our talks will be um, available on demand. Um, and so last, one of the things that we started was uh, a conversation on decolonizing uh, museums and collections. So we're continuing that this year with um, a really fantastic um, group of speakers. Mm -hmm. um, Dr. Patricia um, Norbui is, is coming. She's the, um, uh, she's a curator at the Met. Uh, Greg Hill from the National Gallery. Um, lots of, lots of really interesting people on that panel. Mm -hmm. um, um, we're also doing a panel on art and care, looking at how, um, um, you know, this kind of came out of some of our thinking from the pandemic and looking at like the healthcare system and how, you know, we, we physically care for each other and our communities. Um, Marcel Zama is on that panel. He's about to do a site-specific installation at um, St. Mike's Hospital in Toronto. That's part of the RX Art um program they're um a group from from the states mm -hmm. yeah. i've heard of them yeah cool. they do great stuff mm -hmm. so this sounds like it's going to be really interesting i remember um museums were 
I think it was Art Gallery of Ontario was putting like a red balloon above booths that they were making a selection from. Are you still doing that program or is that doing a different thing? Yeah, it's a bit of a different thing, you know, uh, the AGO, of course, you know, will be will be back and acquiring this year, uh, which, of course, is always exciting. They um, the the works that they've acquired over 20 years um, has has often been an opportunity for them to like respond to a moment, you know, and to really. Right. Um, so last year they they acquired a number of works uh, from Luke Parnell, for instance. Mm -hmm. um, but we're also lucky in that other museums are acquiring as well. Uh, the National Gallery will be back this year. Last year, they purchased um, some work from uh, by Alexa Hatanaka from Patel Brown and a right. number of other works. Um, and and some other, like other major Canadian museums, uh, the... Um, Musée de Beaux-Arts from Montreal, the McMichael. Mm -hmm. It's an exciting time. That's great. And mm -hmm. then you have, um, I guess they don't do the RBC painting competition at this point in history, although they did. I was, I was involved in that as an artist cool. at one point. But um, uh, you have other interactions with media and uh, is there any kind of um, like, uh, bank prize or grant or anything no but there should be so maybe we can uh, use yeah. this opportunity to like we can do the white hot magazine artist award i love it next year let's do it let's you know, get started here first that kind of thing so you're awesome. a torontonian um sort of um i mean i've been in toronto for a very long time um i grew up in niagara hmm. um yeah let me just get, I want to get back to RBC, mm -hmm. though, because, sure. they, they, you know, they're a new, relatively new curator. Who's Corey that? Jackson. Corey Jackson. She oh. kind of took the helm of the curatorial program there, maybe, goodness, I think five years ago. Corey, um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but, you know, she's really interested in supporting emerging artists. So they have the Emerging Artist Project now. Mm -hmm. um, last year, Carolyn Monet. Um, was one of those artists um, this year. They've got a fantastic group. Uh, Roger mm -hmm. Barrera is included in that. Of course, she's up for a Sobe. Right. They'll be um, presenting some um, interviews uh, mm -hmm. with, uh, with their emerging artists. Oh, like in, in your presentation. That's right. You were talking about something with Marcel Zama. Yeah, that's right. Tell me yeah. a little bit more about that. So that's, um, that's part of our platform speaker series. Um, and so, so that was the, that's the panel that includes RX art. And um, it, it also includes the um, head psychiatrist at um, Mount Sinai. I could use that. Yeah. <laughs> I think we all can. That's for me. We all can. <laughs> Yeah, they're doing they're doing a program where they um, use different art techniques, um, like working within their treatment program. So particularly for PTSD, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and other treating treating other conditions. So you know, with that program, just looking at 
you know, different ways that we can approach culture, different, different ways that culture is vital in our lives. Um, you know, I think that, uh, you know, when you, when you think about art as therapy, uh, when you think about these, you know, conversations that we're having around decolonizing, um, art plays an essential role in, um, in those, in that cultural development. Um, and so it's, it's exciting to be part of it. Actually, um, Dr. Kenneth Montague is, 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 uh, he'll be on one of these panels. He'll be in conversation with, um, Julie Crooks, who's a curator at the AGO, and they'll be looking at his collection and the work that, that he's been doing such visionary work, um, mm. for over 20 years that, that led to that book with Aperture. Hmm. That's amazing. Well, that should be pretty fun. Um, I'm going to try to make it um, and fly in for Art Toronto. I've been to it many times. Um, so I don't want to take up your entire day because I know you probably have a million things on your schedule. Um, so uh, I just wanted to thank you for taking the time. And, and I think it, it was important that we talked today and it was a real honor to have you. It was my genuine pleasure. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, Noah. This okay. has been great. Yeah. So let's be in touch over the next little bit right. and uh, I'll take, keep an eye out for what Art Toronto is going to unfold as. Please do. Come check it out. October right. 29th to 31st. October what? 29th to 31st. Oh, okay. Excellent. We'll do. And then it'll be online a little bit longer until November 7th. Perfect. Okay. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Thanks take so care. much. Bye-bye. You too. Okay. Bye.